all the exercises that engage multiple joints. I don't think I can say this enough because the truth is like, we're in this world, we're always doing these lifts and you're a strong girl for so long. And then that's what I get really excited about because when people are new to it, like to that post I made, it's like, people do think like they want to rip abs. They're going to have to like isolate their abs or they want to burn body fat in a certain area. They're going to have to train the area, but you know, whether you want to lose fat or build muscle, shape your physique, like literally compound lifts do all the things. So that's, that's why they're they're the bread and butter. That's what I tell my client. I'm like, this is the meat and potatoes, the bread and butter, talking food, you know? Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Welcome to the show, Tiana. I'm super excited to chat with you today. But before we get... Yay! I'm so excited. Before we get into all the fun, I would love for you to share with our listeners who you are and what you do. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So I am a team strong girls coach right now, but I was a former personal trainer. I did that for the better part of eight years. That was kind of my wheelhouse. Um, Then I became a nutritionist kind of similar to yourself in that journey. I wanted to learn more about um, how to support my clients. I wanted like the full picture. Um, For me, the transformation in my career and the trajectory that it took was when I became a mom. And then all of a sudden, like these things on paper about like training and, you know, like going hard and yada, yada, like it wasn't fitting in the lifestyle that I had then. So I realized that moms had really unique needs and I decided like, you know what, this is really like a population that needs to be supported. I want to support them. And um, long story short, that's when I kind of went into more certifications with pre and postnatal. And then all of that brought me into the online world, doing what I do now. Yay. And I'm, I'm going to call our chat today, like the coach's corner, because we're literally going to shoot the shit about body transformation coaching to help people get the most out of their programs and what to look out for in an online coach. Right. And I love the fact that, you know, you've been a trainer for eight years now, and many of these years you've spent physically on the gym floor, training women in person. And I think you can, you and I can both agree that like online training is where it's at. You know, like we, we know that our clients are getting the most out of our program. They can get to their goal a lot quicker, but this online coaching world is kind of glorified, you know, like so many people think they can just, you know, either do a transformation themselves, get a few certs and boom, they're a certified online coach. But Mm -hmm. I'm a huge believer and you know, this, that you need to have that one-on-one gym floor experience. Like there's so much learning involved. You know, you're learning from your clients, you're learning from other trainers and you actually learn how to put a proper program together for a specific client. How do you feel about your on 
floor gym experience for that many years? Has it made you the coach you are today? Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I think that like, it is glorified now the online in the sense that, I mean, we all want more time freedom. We all want more time with Mm -hmm. our family. We want to have more impact and make more money. Like who doesn't, but I will say I, as it was kind of, it was stressful when I left training because I was so busy and I wanted something different, but I wouldn't trade that experience for the world because it really did give me like all that invaluable knowledge. Like you said, Mm -hmm. like I I can't imagine myself to where I'm at now, just specific nuanced things that like, you need to be in the trenches to know. First of all, you really learn very closely what people need, uh, what's most beneficial to them. Like just even like you're seeing them executing the actual program. I think that's so important. It's like when you're communicating with someone online, like it's, I mean, obviously you're relying on like the feedback they're giving you and things like that, but just seeing people do certain lifts and me being able to help them, like specific cues I would give them ways that I learned to program for them, um, modifications that I learned to make. Like, I I don't think that you you can never like sell that those years of experience in an online course. You know what I mean? 100%. I mean, and you see people actually performing the exercise. Like you see the common, um, form issues for, for each of the different exercises. And I think that's so key. And like you said, like it, it helps you cue your client online. And if you didn't have that experience, you wouldn't be able to, to do that. And not to mention like the grit and grind that goes into building your own, uh, roster of clients, you know, on the Mm -hmm. gym floor and, and off like learning also that selling experience. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it was all of it. You, I really, you had to go through it to realize, you know what I mean? And, and through that process too, I also learned who I wanted to work with. And, um, you know, we always talk about like narrowing down your ideal client and that now looking back, it did come so much easier because here they are in person. Like I, I thought like, okay, what the people are really killing it. Like what qualities do they share? So mm-hmm. I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot in that sense too. And empathy too. Like you learn, yeah. you learn what, you know, some people are coming in and they have issues and stuff. You're, you're learning to empathize as well, where sometimes you can't get that, that knowledge online right away. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love the last post that you did. Cause you're, you're very amazing. Like just because of your experience in person, you are really great at, you know, form and cueing your clients. And you talked about compound lists. And this is a big belief in the strong girls, you know, methodology with, you know, programming is we're building a program essentially around compound lifts. Um, and this essentially helps with, well, it does help with trunk stabilization, but what are the exercises that you will always build a program around? Absolutely. I love this stuff. This stuff lights me up. (laughs) The nerdy so, chat. The nerdy I know, chat. I know, I know. I'm excited. I'm in my flow state. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, so your squats, deadlifts, rows, presses, pull-ups, mm-hmm. pull-downs, like all the all the exercises that engage multiple joints. I don't think I can say this enough because the truth is, like, we're in this world, we're always doing these lifts, and you're a strong girl for so long. And then that's what I get really excited about because when people are new to it, like to that post I made, it's like people do think like they want to rip abs. They're going to have to like isolate their abs or they want to burn body fat in a certain area. They're going to have to train the area. But when, you know, whether you want to lose fat or build muscle, shape your physique, like literally compound lifts do all the things. So that's, that's why they're, they're the bread and butter. That's what I tell my client. I'm like, this is the meat and potatoes, the bread and butter talking food, you know, yep. but um, <laughs> yeah. You can't and then, target and then, fat loss, right? Like a lot of yeah, people come in and yeah. they're like, I want to lose this belly fat, but you can't actually target fat loss. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, that's a huge misconception. I think 
you know, once people realize, I think you made a good post that I related to the other day too, that was like, okay, the, the strength training is the body shaping. And then the nutrition is how we achieve the fat loss. So I think mm-hmm. all tying all that together is really important for people too. like, just realizing that like, like people come, you know, to me for a couple goals, it's mainly like, I want to shape my body. I want to tighten up, tone up, and I want to lose body fat. And I'm like, okay, awesome. Because guess what? Your strength training is going to do everything. It's going to give you all, all you need and more. Yes. Yeah. And and you deal with a lot of moms that are, you know, just given birth or, you know, like they get the red light to that they can start exercising again. And a lot of them are coming in and they're just like, I need to, I need to like get my tummy back. You know, how, how do you start with a new mom? So that's a great question because there's a couple of things that I kind of break it into. It's there's a couple of changes that happen. Number one, obviously, physically, there's a ton of changes that happen postpartum, like your center of gravity changes, you're carrying mm. this, this big belly. And before that, they probably did have postural issues. If they weren't strength training, they had weakened muscle groups that just became even, even worse and more pronounced during the pregnancy, the delivery that could have impacted their core and pelvic floor. So it's just such a massive change that happens in if you think about it, there's really no other time in our lives that our bodies go through such a massive change in such a short period. And we have to honor that. So the training aspect I'm going to talk about in a second, but I think the other important thing to consider is just the lifestyle, like Mm. a new, a new mom. Like I think of me with no kids and here's a training plan six days a week and I'll meal, I'll meal prep for two hours a day. That's fine. I'll live in the gym. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's fine. Like I have the time, but a new mom, whether you love fitness or or not, it doesn't matter. You have to, it's about like really quality over quantity matters even more. So the training has to be really to the point. Like it has to uh, honor the fact that there's not a lot of time and um, to the point of the, the retraining the core, like, yeah, I think it's so important to know that I think moms will, even if they're familiar with like, okay, I, ha- I might have a diastasis. I might have pelvic floor issues. They might think that that means like, oh, I need like rehab exercises forever. Or like, mm-hmm. I need to do like, I need to be on my yoga mat and that's, that's it. That's, that's my life now. But, um, I think that with my goal of my training is just to say like, Hey, whether you were an athlete or you want to be an athlete, like you, you can get there and we can, we essentially can, it's just about doing different variations. Like the yeah. compound lifts that we're talking about, you don't need to probably like reinvent the wheel with your whole entire program. It's like meeting you and your body with where you're at. Mm, I love that. And I find that like when I worked with a lot of before, when I worked with a lot of new moms, um, a lot of them wanted me to change their program often, you know, mm-hmm. like I want something else or I don't want to get bored, but going back to those compound movements and like, yes, there's different variations of each compound movement or, you know, um, different rest times or increasing sets and, and reps and that sort of thing. But really the program that is best suited for you to make the best progress is to keep those just very general movements in your program throughout. Right. Yes. I was going to say, Oh my God, the boredom thing. I just want to say one thing about, <laughs> yeah, that. go, go for it. That, that's my, my answer is always when I hear the word board, I'm like, okay, yeah. look, here's the thing. Most people. Yeah. They do look for that like different thing and the shiny red balls, like you always yes. say, but I'm always saying like, once you learn to focus on the quality of your training, like you have the compound lifts and on paper, you might say like, Oh my God, I have to do this squat and this deadlift for the next four to six weeks. But if you're learning how to apply the right intensity, like you're going to near your max, or you're really like focusing on the form on the tempo. Um, you're focusing on making a progression every week. You're focusing really on the quality of that movement. You're not going to have any room to be bored. And that's Mm -hmm. it. That's, that's my true belief. Like it just becomes, you just have to retrain the way that you're viewing the programs. Like, I think you've probably heard that before too, with the board of things. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I know that we just touched on 
you know, a good online trainer should have that one-on-one gym floor experience, but Mm -hmm. it also is important for like, let's say a newbie client coming in that haven't, that hasn't had any sort of one-on-one personal training. Like if I have a client like that, I will actually recommend that they have a trainer for a few weeks to show them the in-person, you know, the form, the correct form um, of each of the movements, because again, we're not there physically in person to show them and cue them. And you want to make sure that you're, you know, they're doing it properly and they're preventing, um, injury. Is that something that you also suggest to your clients? If you have that newbie client that has never had that lift experience before. I actually love that suggestion. I really do. I think that's great. In that case, um, I'm going to take a page from your book, but what I do is I, I just emphasize that they need to really be adamant about sending me their form videos. Mm -hmm. Like I always tell like, because they don't know what they don't know. And this is what I realized as a coach too, that like, I used to think, well, if someone has an issue with form, they're going to send it to me because I told them that. But now what I do is I'll say like, okay, you know what? I'm introducing a deadlift or like I have a Romanian deadlift and a standard deadlift. Like I know that they are not going to know the difference. And I tell them, I'm like, Hey, we're doing this for the first time. I also have like an exercise library that I send them with tutorials. And then I'll say like, listen, I want to see this video of this before we progress further, because chances are like they, like you said, like if they're brand new, they don't, they might feel like they, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be looking for here. Yeah. So that's kind of, yeah. that's how I make sure like the constant, constant communication. That's great. That's great. And what are some of the biggest challenges like your clients face? Um, and again, I'm talking about somebody that might be sitting on the fence. They just don't know where, or they don't know if the online coaching world is for them because they do, you do have to execute it on your own, right? What are some of the biggest challenges your clients face and how do you, as their coach, help them navigate through using our, our strong girls methods as well? How do you get them through those, those big challenges? Yeah. The number one thing I thought of was the motivation. That's kind of like the number one thing people say they'll, So this is what I always tell them. It's typical conversation. They'll be like, okay, well, this all sounds great. But like, if you're not right there with me, I just don't know if I'm going to do it. And, um, you know, I always say like, I totally understand, but here's the thing, like motivation is temporary. Like we always say, you have to create motivation through action. And I was like, at the end of the day, like you're looking for a lifestyle change. Like if you, if you're like, Hey, if, as long as you come with me to all my workouts, I'm good. I'll be like, well, you know what? I hate to break it to you, but I'm not coming home with you. (laughs) I'm not going to be in your pocket. (laughs) I, I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to be there sitting on the counter being like, sir, did you do your meal prep? Like, yeah. you know? Yeah. So yeah. I think that really like what I emphasize to people is the importance of community. And it's not even just mm. like, I feel like you say that and then people might think, well, that's such a woo thing. I'm like, no, statistically, if you're accountable to one person, it's going to increase your chance of success. If you're accountable to multiple people, it's going to increase that tenfold. Right. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. And, um, to the note of coaching, it just comes back to teaching them like really, Hey, this is the needs that you have. And this is how, how we're filling those needs. And then I tell people, I'm like, like, we always talk about stepping out of your comfort zone. Like you might say like, I'm just not a, you know, what do we call it? A shy Shelly or whatever. Like they don't want (laughs) to, they don't want to share their journey. Yeah. The shy Shelly. (laughs) Yeah. And that's their comfort zone. And I get it. But then it's all about showing them that like, Hey, look, like if you want motivation, if you want that fire under your, you know what? then yeah. this is where it's going to come from. This is the lean into this community. It's there for you. I love that. And and that's something that we do as strong girls, you know, we will let them know what these little villains are that are going to pop up along their journey and how to navigate through that when it does happen. Cause it, your journey is never going to be perfect. 
Hey, I'm going to interrupt the show because I have to share one of my most favorite pieces of home equipment slash travel equipment. And if you love to work out as much as I do, then you're going to want to check out Max Pro Fitness. This is so awesome. If you're following me on IG, coach underscore JVB, you will see some of the videos I posted with the MaxFit Pro. It's a full cable system that folds up into a backpack and you can legit bring it anywhere or pull it out like it's so easily stored and for all my fellow strong women out there there are 50 resistance settings from five pounds all the way up to 300 pounds at the turn of a dial and the entire system only weighs 10 pounds I love it so much that I have partnered with them to offer you guys a hundred dollars off your purchase so I'm going to include the link in the show notes. Be sure to check it out and you're going to save $100 off the full cable system that folds up into a backpack. Oh my God, guys, you are going to love it. I hope you take me up on this opportunity because you are not going to be disappointed. I love the fact that you educate your clients on motivation and how, you know, it's, it's literally going to come and go. Like you are not going to feel motivated all the time. We don't feel motivated all the time, but we've developed that habit that we, it just becomes a part of our life. And once it becomes a part of your life, it it's going to be a part of your life. Like you're just going to do it without, without essentially thinking about it. Yeah. I always say that too. I'm like the beginning stages of doing anything new are so hard. And I just acknowledge that. I think people really appreciate that. Like you hold space mm. for them. I'm, I'm like, the, anytime you're making a change to your daily routine, like it's like, for instance, we brush our teeth every morning. We don't think twice, you know, yeah. we, we don't think like, oh my God, I have to dedicate five minutes to this. But, and we like me and you, you know, working out all the time, we might think like, well, it's a no brainer. I'm going to get my workout in. Like, this yeah. is a part of my day. It's not a, I'm not dreading it. I'm looking forward to it. But someone who's starting new, like, I think you just have to say like, Hey, look, this is not a part of your routine. It's building a new habit in the beginning. It's much more conscious. Like you have to consciously, consciously, consciously put it in your schedule. You have to yeah. show up. You have to like put the motivation aside. And then eventually it's not going to take as much, you know, mental effort, if you will. And I think to the like educating your client on the why behind you're doing something really helps because then it's like, again, this is a new world for them. And they, they, mm-hmm. they might not understand like, okay, well, I don't really want to you know, do the squat. And it's like, well, this is the the squat is going to help you do X, Y, and Z and prevent injury. And, you know, you're going to have energy for your grandkids. You're going to be able to get up and down, like giving them that why behind it. Cause a lot of them don't think that far ahead. Right. Yeah. I love that. I just thought of a perfect example. Like people, you know, to the note of like, Oh, I'm bored of my program where people will say, like, they might not know why you assign them something. And that's when you can come back and say like, this is this is just so you know, like, this is why we're doing this. Like I always say to my clients too, like there is personal preference. Like we just have exercises that we don't like. We have variations we don't like, but Mm -hmm. it's at the end of the day, you can educate them and then just say like, Hey, look, like the personal preference is maybe one factor, but your number one factor is all the things you just said. Like, Hey, I know you don't love the squats. No one really likes what they're not immediately good at. That's totally fine. You know, we can work around the different variations, but at the end of the day, the squat is what's going to get you, you know, your knees feeling the best, or, um, it's going to improve your body composition, all these things that you told me you want to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. Education is so key. And the why behind they're doing things is, is what's going to keep them engaged and going. Right. Um, now 
our strong girls methods, one of it, as you mentioned, the shy Shelly, we kind of, we get our people to break out of that. And we believe in aspire to inspire. And one of the ways is, you know, sharing your journey, sharing what you're going through. Um, and a bigger way to do that is actually step up and do something like a photo shoot. Like that's really what we are known for. Um, you've experienced a few photo shoots. We just got back from Vegas, which Wow. That was incredible with, with Paul Lucetta. What are some of your advice around setting an epic goal, like a photo shoot? Maybe somebody's a little bit scared. They're working with you right now. And they're like, "Eh, I don't see myself in that light. What can you tell them from your experience? Yeah, I would love to, because I think I've, I've seen it from with my clients in all different stages. Like there's more often than not, I don't know if you've experienced this, but it's rare that someone will start and be like, I want a photo shoot and we're going to do it in a few months. It's it's more like, (laughs) We don't talk about it. And then I love my favorite thing is in the check-in when it's just, it's on the radar. They're like, and I would like to do a photo shoot. I'm like, okay, now the wheels are turning. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. So then I, yeah. So then, you know, like my advice to people is that anyone can do it. Like it's, it's like, I always come back to the saying, why not me? Like I always used to ask myself that when photo shoot or otherwise, like any big goal that you think like, well, I could never do that. Why not? Because guess what? The women who are doing it, the like thousands of strong girls that have done something like this, like they're just it's cliche, but they're just like me and you. They're just, it could be a, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, you're a businesswoman, you feel like, oh, I, I can't be sexy. I can't be athletic. If that's something that you truly want, it's, you can achieve it. And also to mm-hmm. that note, I think mm-hmm. something I, yeah, like something I would also feel like I wanted to hear was like a photo shoot is an extension of you. It's your style. It's your, it's your day. Like it's your time to be more bring out the best in you. So you don't need to do a photo. You don't need to do certain like looks or poses like someone else, if that's not you, yeah. but know that like, if, if you feel like, cause I felt this aspect too, where it's like, I felt like, well, I'm not a sexy kind of person. Like, that's just not who I am. But then deep down I was like, but like, if I could be, that would be great. And like, if you want to be, you could be so, you know, yeah. yeah. And it's, and it's, I love that you said it is really about you. It's, it is. It's a celebration of yourself. And I personally don't think women celebrate themselves enough, especially after becoming a mom, because, you know, you have a lot of things on your plate. You're just trying to basically get through life at that point. Right. But yeah, if that's you, you're eventually going to be pouring from an empty cup. You've got to do something for you, just you to fire you up. And uh, a photo shoot is a way to do that. You have the photos forever. And I don't know how many times I've been on set And I've seen one of my clients do a photo shoot for their first time and they never thought they were going to be there. And the first time they see themselves, you know, as you know, Paul shows you the photos, which is, which is kind of epic, you know, like a lot Mm. of photographers won't show you. And he shows them to you on the big screen, like after you've done your first set and the tears that are rolling down their faces, just, they cannot believe that that is them, right? It's, it's such an incredible, empowering feeling. And we, as, as coaches think everybody should do it. <laughs> Everyone should do a photo shoot. Yeah, exactly. I, I love that you said that too. It is, it is a day about you. I always say that. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people too, that like coming from the competition world, that's something I want to touch on too, that like, mm. that was, that was so toxic, that aspect to me, it felt like it was, I was comparing myself to other people. And we talk about the compare game too, right? Like, you yeah. know, th- that's literally comparing yourself to other people. It's going on stage and, and like, Hey, are your hamstrings and glute, is your glute hamstring tie and lean enough? Like, are you meeting? Are, <laughs> Against are you 20 meet- other women? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, 
Oh my gosh. I, you know what? I have the utmost respect. They're athletes. I really do respect them. It wasn't for me because someone who had that, you know, negative body image in the past and the comparison thing was not good for me. And I found that like, it was essentially setting myself up to be compared to other people and then never really measuring up because, mm. you know, I wasn't, I wasn't the look they wanted, but that that's why I love shoots so much because it's not about like, Hey, I might never have the glute hamstring tie and you're looking for, <laughs> but I'm, I'm the best, I'm the best version of me. You know, like yeah. I always say this, I'm like, I don't need to have XYZ's body. I have my best body that I've trained for. And here is my day where it's like, I'm not beside like 20 other girls. It's just like, like you said, I'm a mom, you know, my kids aren't there. It's all about me. And I, I really think like, that's an important way to frame it for my clients. It's the experience, right? It's not just like a photo shoot on paper. It's the whole, whole thing. Yeah. I love that too. And and I never actually physically went up on stage, but I would get a lot of my clients up on stage and did that for about a couple of years. And I remember this one show in particular and this client that I got up on stage looked her absolute best. And I always prided myself on not like over dieting the person or doing these like really crazy tricks to get them on show. Like they were just in shape and I brought them in really nice. They had energy. And this one person looked her absolute best. Like she was the best she's ever looked and felt. And she ended up you know, placing like six or something. And she was so sad about it. And yeah. that's the thing. I'm like, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to do this for my people anymore because they are in their best shape. And, and I, again, they, they felt good. They weren't like starving or anything up on, up on stage, but they still left feeling very disappointed. Exactly. It's so true. I know mm -hmm. it's just a completely different experience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And if, and a photo shoot, just, it is for you. It's, it's the best yeah. experience ever. Um, so what would be some of your advice to somebody that's maybe sitting on the sidelines? They are a little bit scared to make that step to start their fitness journey. What is some of your advice to that person? Okay. So I'm going to come back to my phrase. I just used, why not me? Why not you? Mm, like, I think, yeah. I think that's really an uh, overarching thing people have in their mind that holds them back. They think like, well, I'm, I'm too old or like, um, I don't deserve it. I'm not worth it. I'm not worth the investment. Like I can't do it. And it's all these reasons at the end of the day, they're, they're just holding you back. I don't want to even say they're excuses because in your head, you know, you're, you're making these reasons up, but really in reality, you can make anything happen. So just look to the other strong girls. That's what I always say. There you go. And I love watching like your journey. Cause I've, we've known each other for a really long time. Like you started out as one of my clients mm -hmm. and you know, you were on the gym floor then. And then we, we kind of like, you did it on your own, but you would ask me a lot of questions about transitioning into the online world. And then when you finally like made that full move, um, you're like, I'm not going to be training anymore in person. I thought that was such a bold move. Cause so many people stay in that limbo for a long period of time where they have like the in, like on floor yeah. in-person clients, as well as online clients. And it's a very hard balance. Right. But I want to just talk a little bit about like trainers and how trainers transitioned online or how become online coaches. What would be your piece of advice to somebody who wants to start their own coaching business in the fitness industry? Yeah, absolutely. I love this. So I always say like, you know, there's always like mistakes you make and growing pains and things mm -hmm. you go through. So the number one thing I can share is like, 
just be clear. This is a way that I frame it to my clients. When you transition from the in-person to online, a lot of the time people say, I'm not really seeing the value because I'm not seeing you in person. Mm -hmm. And then how I frame it, I just made a post about this. It's like, okay, like at the end of the day, we have to be clear on what your goals are. So Mm -hmm. more often than not, like with training or not, I got a lot of the same goals. It was like, I want to lose body fat. I want to shape my physique. Let's say that's their main goal, gain energy. I say like, okay, awesome. But here's the thing. Like, I would love to help you achieve that. But the way that we're going to do that is by making everything cohesive. Like I want to give you a nutrition plan and the training plan and hold you accountable to it. But by me being there physically with you for two sessions a week comes back, like, like we said, that's not going to help you with all the other stuff. So it just, I always frame it as like, you know, you could either, yeah, you could pay for my time per hour, or here we can put together a plan. that's actually going to be more value for you at the end of the day. So, so that that's the number, like just frame it to people in a way that like you're showing them the benefit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I, when I was training, I, I started training at age 18 and I would literally just train my clients. Like I wouldn't give them any other advice. I'm sure you started that, that way too. Cause that's basically all we were taught to do. Right. So I started to realize really quickly that these people weren't even doing anything without me. <laughs> there was no progress. I was like, what? is going on. So then I started like kind of coming up with programs just on my own. And I'd be like, okay, I would like you to do this on this day, this day, this day. But the way they were brought in, they weren't like, they weren't expecting that. And they, they just basically expected to come in and train with you. And that would be enough. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. I was just thinking about this and it comes back to the expectation. Like, I don't know if you had these clients, but some of them, they just want to they, they know that they're there to, for their health. They want to check the box and that's okay. Like they're not, they're okay with just seeing you, but yeah, like I, I coming back to what you said about like, did they expect, like, I, you're right. They it's setting that expectation of like, Hey, if you don't do this extra stuff, it's not just a bonus. This is really what's going to be the game changer. And it comes back to educating people. Cause another thing that I will share that advice I can give is I gave people the option when I was transitioning from personal training that I was like, Oh, you could like do an add-on and add-on nutrition and add-on the extra sessions. But then eventually it became clear to me. I'm like, it's not like they need the add-on. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it yeah. shouldn't be like an option. It's like, this is your goal. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, so that's, that's kind of yeah. like. How and I that's transition. really the the difference between an online body transformation coach and a trainer. You know, yeah. the trainers are like we said before, great to be there and work on your form, especially if you're a newbie and you need those extra set of eyes. Um, but the way you do it online, like getting them to send the videos and the cues and everything is amazing. And it's because you had that online training that you can do that or that in-person training that you can do that. Um, but that is really the main difference. So when somebody comes into our world and is like, well, I would just rather pay for a trainer. You are literally just paying for that one hour with a trainer. When you hire a body transformation expert coach, they are giving you everything you need to actually transform your physique, lose body fat, gain muscle, um, like actually see a visible transformation. So that is the biggest difference. And it's as coaches, I think you can agree with me here. It is so amazing to actually take a person through that and, and get them results, like get them physical results. Exactly. That's a big reason I left training too, was because like, Mm. it was like, it's like, okay, this model is not working to get people the results they want. I'm becoming discouraged. The client's becoming discouraged and yeah, it's a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. So I like to ask all of my guests this near the end, what does the word strong mean to you? 
Strong. Strong means to me resilience. It's um, taking whatever life throws at you and just being able to come back from it and be bigger and better than ever. I love it, Tiana. So what's, um, what's new for you? Where can people find you and connect with you? Yeah. So my, I'm daily dose of health pretty much everywhere. Um, that's D A L Y. That's my last name. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm most active there. And, um, yeah, really Instagram is like my main thing. Come say hi. Yep. And we have the team strong girls, Instagram page. Well, that you show up quite often there and yeah, yeah. I, I really loved our chat today because I love just, I love nerdy coaching coaching chat. (laughs) And I really appreciate you taking the time and coming on the podcast. And yeah, I look forward to seeing you grow even more because it's been such a true blessing to see, you know, you started off as a client and transitioned online. Now you're a strong girls coach. And like I always say, it's just the beginning. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jenny. Thank you. And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend, or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our Strong Fitness Magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my Strong Girl 3 discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay. Take care and stay strong.